Happy New Year! And I can't believe it's 2024 and what a year 2023 has been. Economic uncertainty, worldwide wildfires, war, 32 armed conflicts in the world today. Earthquakes, writer's strikes, hottest days ever recorded in history. GPT-4, New Kings coronated, coups, shootings, lunar missions, thousands of migrants being killed, typhoons, cyclones, fentanyl crisis, the housing crisis, and so much. So much pain and stress and hopelessness. And yet, we know that in all of this, Jesus is with us and gives us unexplainable peace and resilience and courage and even joy in the midst of it all. And so now we take a pause to reflect and look back on 2023 and leave behind some of the things we need to as we look ahead to 2024 with hope, faith, and anticipation. And we share some practices that will help us and you begin the year strong and keep you focused and healthy all year long. Are you ready? Let's celebrate the start of 2024. Let's go. From Crossroads Media, this is See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks, Season 9, Episode Number 11. Let me try this one. There you go. There you go. Happy, Happy New, Year! New Year! First Happy day of the New Year. Year, and here we are all Yay. together again. Yes. So Trifina Perumala, <laughs> podcaster and speaker. Tonight, Litchmore, registered psychotherapist and speaker, and Cheryl Nemhart, speaker, author, and justice advocate. Starting off 2024 Listen. together. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. Happy what New Year. a year it's been, as you heard. Yes. Now, there was a lot of other things, and there was a lot of joyous things. I'm not saying that 2023. But yeah. when you look at that, whoa, there was a lot of hard things that the world, people, the earth stressed under, mm-hmm. carried. And so there was, I think, this is the show, our conversation, processing 2023, Looking ahead to 2024. So are you ready? Ready. ready. (laughs) All right. And we're all sparkly and great and ready for this. Okay. Let's start off with this. And I think this was really good because this was in a discussion that we had a little while ago as we were kind of planning out the show and what was our hope for the year. And we we were talking about what is one thing that we've learned about ourselves this year? I love that. We kind of look back, reflect, what did we learn about ourselves and who wants to go first? Big one. All right. All right. Okay. Try. All right. So my word for 2023 that is I is it like, the word or the learning? This is the learning. Okay. But it comes, but it comes word, the word. I promise. Okay. It's it's gonna make sense. Okay. <laughs> was to be more embodied because I'm like, oh, I really like disassociate through life and I don't like listen to my body and if I have to go to the bathroom, I will hold it for like two hours. <laughs> like it's a problem, right? So my word was I'm gonna be embodied and I didn't realize how real that would be in my life. Okay, sorry. For all the people who don't know, what does that mean to, to listen to your body? To be more present okay. with your body, to listen to it. So a simple example would be to go to the washroom when you need to. When your body feels tired, do you rest? When your body feels anxious, do you honor that? Okay, like, okay. You're honoring what's happening in your body. One of the things I realize is my body will tell me if I'm stressed, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, if something doesn't feel right, whether it's like Holy Spirit, whether it's a feeling in my gut, whatever that is. And this year more than ever, as a family, we were in situations where I'm like, oh, that feels off or oh, that feels off or oh, I have to go into that. I have to like pursue that more or look into that. 
And if I hadn't listened to my gut in those moments, it would have looked very different. Mm -hmm. And so for the first time ever, I think my learning was I learned to trust myself mm. and my body. Mm. So, yes. Oh, that's a good one. So em embody, embodiment. More embodied. Embodied. And I trust my body more. Mm. Just trust that's myself. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. All right. I've, I just realized that I'm, I'm more resilient than I gave myself credit for. And mm -hmm. I, I think I'm embracing resilience, this idea of of having a bit more thick skinned, it's so helpful uh, to just be a little bit more grounded and sure-footed because uh, the storms are coming and coming and coming. Mm. And it's just, uh, it's been a posture of just like, okay, that's tough, but like, what are you learning? What God, What is God doing and how do you move forward? Mm. Rather than sort of dwelling and like marinating and just sort of staying stuck. So I've been really trying to push forward through all of the tough moments and mm -hmm. I've been pretty proud of like just how resilient I've been. That's, so that's good. That's my thing. That's amazing. All right, it's a good learning. Yeah. Yeah. We're proud of you. Yeah, yeah. very proud Thanks. of you. Thanks, way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think for me, so every year I do a vision board and so I have a lot of different words on my vision board on Canva. And so one of my <laughs> words for 2023 was friends. Um, but little did I know that that meant that God wanted me to actually create community. Mm -hmm. And so in 2023, there was a lot of opportunities that I had that I actually took to create community. So like I started a connect group, um, me and two of my friends, we pray together every month and we have like a standing day. And I really got to know other people in my kids' schools and just like really get to know people in my community. And so I'm really happy that I actually mm -hmm. got stretched and I, I embraced that, even though I didn't know that's what it meant in 2023 when I wrote down friends. That's great. Yeah. I think, well, what, the one thing that I learned about myself this year is that aging is fantastic. Ooh. Turning 50 this year, uh, and we've been in this conversation the last season where I was like afraid to age, which is inevitable. So, you know, it's, it's coming at me. Yeah. Right. But I was really worried that I would become irrelevant, that um, I wouldn't be able to keep up, that I, mm. people wouldn't listen to me. All these like insecurities and fears about aging, that I wouldn't be picked. Mm. Um, and all of a sudden, what I learned about myself is that I now have experience yeah. and wisdom and resilience and yeah. perseverance and stories of the goodness of God that I look back and I'm like, wow, look how far I've come. Wow, so and good. so what I learned about myself is, yeah, I am here mm -hmm. that, you know, turning 50 is a gift. And I think I've realized that every day you are alive is a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And what am I going to do with it? And so that. that was really good. It was like an anthem. I felt really proud of myself yeah. because 49, I was actually really struggling thinking of turning 50. Mm. Right. And then this year when I did, I was like, wow, this is amazing to be alive, to be surrounded by a great community, to age well, yep. and to know um, of my experience. And so I think that was a really big learning. That's Love that. Age is a gift. That is, yeah. That's also a Love reframe that. of how we as culture view age. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. It's so powerful. I yeah. So I'm I'm all in Listen, and I'm we're there. just getting oh, better. Yeah, warming <laughs> up over here. I love those learnings. Love love, so in embodiment yeah. and then we've got friendships and we've got resilience yes. and then we've got okay. aging well. Okay. One thing that you want to leave behind mm -hmm. going into the new year. I love that language. We're gonna leave this behind yeah. yes. as we forge into the new year. Yes. Let's go. What are we gonna leave behind? Okay, diving in. <laughs> oh, Cheryl. Diving okay. in because I need to leave some stuff behind. Okay. Number one on the list 
is the need to take everything on. Mm. Oh. The need to take everything on, to, to, to put my hand in it, to help fix it, the need to fix, the need to rescue. Just everything that happens in front of me does not mean it requires my presence oh. or my effort and my energy. So I have a mantra for all of us. Strap in, girls. Not my monkeys, not my circus. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> not my monkeys, not, not my circus. Stuff's blowing up because I'm an Enneagram 8 and I just have to go in yes. superhero and I'm just like, not my monkeys, not my circus. Yeah. Not my monkeys, not my circus. So good. Yeah. I love it's it. some things we just have to just exit ourselves out of yeah. because it's too much. Yeah. yeah. Leave it behind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Leave the monkeys behind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm seeing the visual. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. Okay. I, I think for me is like making myself smaller or maybe hiding. I mm. think I didn't realize that I did that. You know, like I, I, I do have a big personality and I do take up a lot of space and I realized I wasn't. And so I think under, under that was fear, right? Mm. There was like this fear of like being seen or fear of like being too much and people yeah. not really being able to handle that. And so mm. I'm leaving behind making myself smaller in 2023. Yes. Wow. I am yeah. here for that. Cause that is really good. <laughs> you take good. up your space. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. Um, mine, so going back to like the embodiment and listening to my body, I realized when I listen to my body, I make decisions that not everyone else loves, like saying no to things or choosing different options. And I have such a fear of others because mm -hmm. I so want to be liked. I'm like, I am a recovering people pleaser. And mm -hmm. so for me, I am leaving behind others' expectations of me and the fear of others. Mm -hmm. yeah. wow. That's going. When I asked this question, I didn't realize <laughs> that you guys were gonna bring it. No, we brought <laughs> with the it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things that I want to leave behind yes. is always feeling or wanting the answers. Mm. Come on, yes. I love that one. So good. Always wanting answers, and this is why. So I was at church a little while ago, uh, the reverend spoke, and I was waiting for after the sermon mm. for him to give me the one, two, three answer of how to apply this parable to your life. And instead, he looks out and he goes, have a great week. <laughs> I hope you, you think about the parable and I pray the Holy Spirit will guide and direct you. Bye. So I was troubled and I went to Chris, my husband, after him and he goes, well, what did you think of the sermon? I go, horrible. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. He was like, why? And I go, because I didn't get the answer. Right. I didn't get the answer I want about how to live my life. Mm. And Chris looked at me and he goes, perfect. Then figure it out, yeah. pray, do your thing and find out what God is saying to you. Yeah. And then I realized what I wanna leave behind is that I've realized whether it's in the culture we've created in our homes, within church and culture, is that we always want the answers given to us yeah. without the work to dig deep and so figure it out good. and find out and, and, and navigate and stretch yeah. and read and pray yeah. and yell and whatever it is. Yeah. And so I, it actually shocked me that I'm, I'm quite curious, I love figuring things out, but I've actually feel like I've become a little sanitized mm, yeah. and assume and demand and expect answers Listen. on how to live my life. No more, leaving it behind. We gotta stay there for Leaving it behind. We gotta stay there because it's so, so good. Yeah. That, that digging to find the answer is brilliant. We want this quick fix, we wanna just know. Mm, yeah. But I just wanna say to someone that the digging is where you develop character. Mm -hmm. The digging is where the life lessons come. You're not just getting an answer, you're changing as you're 
digging. Right. So don't miss that part. Mm -hmm. We just want to like, there's no growth without the, I love that, so yeah. good without the effort. But I love how there was new discovery for you. You're like, oh, I discovered I was, or I loved that you were curious. And I'm yeah. like, you are a curious being. Mm -hmm. You're constantly learning. And so the fact that you get to now do that is really, is really, yeah. I'm excited for 2024. And then afterwards, I went up to the reverend. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had really bad thoughts that you weren't a great minister and that you weren't a great pastor and you actually were. But it really was, had come to that. And so I realized I want to go into 2024 more curious and being okay to sit in the questions and figuring it out. So that's my leave behind. Mm -hmm. Okay, you had mentioned your motto. I don't know if you have a new one, but what is your motto, phrase, word for 2024 and why and how... It, how do you hope that will shape you yep. as you go into the new year? So if I can make a t-shirt for everybody in the room, it would yes, say, please. feed your soul. Mm, okay, good. Uh, I want you to find the things that light you up. I want you to do that work. I, uh, you know, what are you passionate about? We just do this sort of existing and, and surface living and, and doing what other people think we should do. But what, are, what is the thing that lights you up? What are the passions you have? What are the tensions you have? What upsets you? Because maybe that's where a little bit of your calling and burden is. What you, you know, what you see that you're like, I need to change this. Mm -hmm. And do the things that feed your soul. If it's reading, if it's music, if it's nature, walks but I think we need to start feeding this more because the external is my as my teenagers would say or my young adults would say the earth is quite ghetto right now <laughs> it's just like there's so many toxic things so we need to nourish our souls yeah. more feed your feed soul, your soul. If you do a t-shirt I will absolutely wear it and buy it okay, okay but I'll have... put glitter on it for you yes please Ooh. yes please like this yeah <laughs> so what feeds your soul Oh, what does feed your soul? Um, what feeds my soul is uh, serving. Mm. I really am passionate about serving people. Um, being in the presence of God feeds my soul a lot. Um, being around my family feeds my soul. And um, carving out spaces for women. I love to see women step into the fullness. Man, I could do like four backflips when I see someone find their voice, amplify yeah. their voice. It's mm -hmm. just so igniting. So those are some of the things. That's, That's good. good. So we'll ask you about those in, in this year. <laughs> are you hanging out with your family and for women? Yeah. And da -da -da. Okay, yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's going? Okay. What's your motto? Okay, so mine word? is, it's, inter it's, a, it's an interesting word. It's fallow field. So sorry, it, sorry, wait, wait. Fallow field. Fallow. Okay, I thought field. I said foul. As in foul, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, okay, maybe foul field. Okay, okay. So here's why: we had to sell a, our house this year, and the street name was Foul Field, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of grief around that process. However, in then unpacking this with my spiritual director, when you fallow a field, it's when you give a farm, a, like that land, a year to rest. Mm. And not only that, it's not just for rest, like the nutrients reju rejuvenate in the soil and minerals come back and there's so much power in that. And so I'm not saying I'm a farmer, I don't know all the agricultural stuff yeah. behind it, but I think in so many ways this year, I want to continue to let the minerals regrow in my body. And so it means I'm saying no to a lot more and saying yes to what my body needs. Wow. Fallow, Fallow field. field. Love, Love that. that. It's really good. Yeah, it ties in actually. Yeah, it really does. It does. Yeah. Okay. I think one for me is um, 
is faith, like mm. faith in the unknown. Um, like it's really easy for me to say no and stay in my comfort zone. Like mm. I love treating myself well. I love the self-care <laughs> stuff. I mean, I'm a therapist, so <laughs> I really live that out. But sometimes um, I do need to have faith when God pushes me into certain spaces that are uncomfortable mm. and I need to allow him to just protect me and to give me that that lifeboat yeah. and so I think faith for me is is going to be a big one discomfort is going to be a big one for me in, in a good way mm-hmm. discomfort in knowing that you know God got me I think that's my motto for 2024 it's good. I love that. it is a uh, you know a running theme here because my motto uh, this year which is what I, I connects with what I just shared with you about what I'm leaving behind is struggle well Mm. And why struggle well is I didn't say what the reverend said when he was saying goodbye without telling me the answer. But at the end of the sermon, he said, peace be with you and struggle well. Mm. Which is probably what got me because I'm like, yeah. what do you mean struggle yeah, well? That you don't was, say that, that in a church. You say there. bless yeah, you. No. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. May you go in peace. And he did. And he said, struggle well. And something in me started shaking like, how dare you tell me to yeah. struggle well? But then as I sat on that for the week, right. it's important we struggle well mm-hmm. in our faith, in life, in looking at the injustice of yeah. situations, in when we look around and see the poor and the marginalized, and when yeah. we look at our neighborhoods and the housing crisis and all the things I mentioned yeah. earlier in the show in the introduction, we need to struggle well. There needs to be a tension yeah. of what does that mean when we follow Jesus, that yes. it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uncomfortable. There will not be answers. Yeah. And so to struggle well is good. Yeah. And I think what has sort of like flipped in me and shifted is that we want, we don't want to struggle. We don't want pain or hurt or calamity. And yet I don't see anywhere in the Bible that it's like, and now when you follow Jesus, your life will be stress-free, struggle-free. No, actually in the struggle, you're actually closer with Jesus in the struggle. So part of it is I want to struggle well and feel uncomfortable and learn, but I want to struggle well because I know in the struggle, I'm actually closer with Jesus in those places. Mm -hmm. And when you don't, sometimes you feel really far and in the struggle, you feel really close. Mm -hmm. So that's my kind of phrase is struggle well. So I might come up to him and go, struggle well. So, and don't be offended, be offended, but know that there is a reason for that. Lean into Jesus and and be curious and figure it out. And that struggle well sounds like the digging deep. I just wanna say Mm -hmm. those two feel like they're married right now for me. Mm -hmm. Struggling well means digging deep in my faith, not just the church attendance, but actually like, digging deep, how do I love, how do I serve when it's hard, when I don't understand, how do I lean in, mm-hmm. want more of God, yeah. desire to be closer, those are all yeah. digging sort yeah. of postures and it's just it's just beautifully tied with what yeah. you said yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, let's not be afraid of not it. And I, I really am trying to understand that, but also yeah. encourage others mm-hmm. that in the struggle, they're like, oh, Melinda, it's like, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This actually means that you'll lean in more. It means mm-hmm. you're gonna depend on community more. Mm-hmm. It love means that. you're gonna have to like dig a little bit more in scripture of some of the promises. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Addison Espilla, one of the content producers here at See Here Love. I just wanted to take a moment to invite you to join our community called the See Here Lovelies. Here's how. Number one, sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every week you'll get a personal note from Melinda with links to our shows, blogs, and resources, as well as inspirational content and a short devotional. You'll also be the first to know about upcoming events and giveaways. QR code is in the show description or sign up through our website at See Here Love. 
www.ikonlove.com and look for the newsletter icon. Number two, join us in studio and be part of our studio audience. Take a behind-the-scenes tour in our master control room, editing suites, and studio. You'll meet Melinda and the See Here Love co-hosts and guests. Email us at seeherelove at crossroads.ca for more info. And finally, number three, become a monthly partner. $25 or $50 a month will help us share our brave themes and conversations on television, here on podcast, YouTube, video streaming, and on our social media platforms. We can't do See Here Love without donations and sponsorships, so please go to www.seeherelove.com slash donate and give your one-time or monthly donation today. Become a See Here Lovely and join our See Here Love community of belonging, vulnerable and brave conversations. We are here for you. And, and speaking of scripture, I know, Cheryl, you brought one, because I, lo- I think this the year needs to start off with scripture, yeah. right? Yeah. So I know you brought one in Isaiah, and so maybe yeah. you want to share it and tell us why you brought this one. Gosh, this is such a good one, I think, so timely for us. Uh, our word today is found in Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, that says this. Forget the former things. Mm. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. That is so, so exciting. Mm -hmm. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Well, if I had running shoes on, I'd do a lap. But listen, (laughs) I get excited because the truth of the matter is, is that we idolize the past. We idolize former things. We, we, We put a lot of focus and energy because it's familiar, it's patterned, it's what we know, Mm. but I feel like God is inviting us to take a bold new step Mm -hmm. into the spaces he's carving out for us, unknown territory, unseen, uh, beyond our imagination, and he's asking us to trust him in that leaping. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I just say, I just want to tell people that when you stick with what you know and what's familiar, you miss out on some of the beautiful new things, the new terrain that God is carving out for you. Um, And I love when he says, do you not see it? In other words, like recognize it and not just recognize it, but be in a posture to anticipate it, get ready for it. I'm doing a new thing. And then the last thing, uh, the streams in a desert is a beautiful picture for us to hold on to. God is saying like, I wanna refresh you and regenerate you in the places that have been tired and depleted. Like I want to pour in, in new and fresh ways, would you open up and would you trust me to do that in whatever that looks like? So guys, this is one of those moments that I'm just going to ask you to just trust that you got the parachute on. Just leap. God's got you in this new place. Beautiful. Yeah. And thoughts about it. Yeah. This is totally a Holy Spirit moment for me because that verse is everywhere. Like yeah. over the last six months, oh I really feel like nice. God has been gi- giving me that verse. I have Oof. it in my office. I have it on my phone. I say it every, almost every single week. It's like, and, and I think a part of it is that, um, you know, with healing, we have to go into our past. And sometimes we over-identify with our That's past. Really. And, I, mm-hmm. and I really feel like, you know, Holy Spirit's like, you know, I'm doing a new thing in you. Yeah. Sometimes we say, but God, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a speaker, but God, I'm not, I'm not good enough. But he's like, no, 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 I'm doing a good thing, new yes. thing in you. Can't you yes. see it? Yeah. And so thank you for that, Sharon. I really feel like that's a God moment, like speaking yeah. to us right now. And I really hope that we carry that verse into the new year. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I no. just want to say, don't you love the imagery in the Bible and the scriptures? It's it's nature and creation, yeah. right? We're, we're yeah. talking about like the fallow fields and the streams yeah. and desert. digging. We're listening about digging and deserts yeah. and farming. It's like, very organic. It's very organic. Yeah. It's very much about God's creation. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. I was going to say, okay, so this house that we sold on fallow field, 
we had a chalkboard in um, the entranceway, and at the top I had written this verse. Oh, wow. Do you not see that I'm doing a new thing? So when we sold it, I left the verse there. Oh, good. And then I walked in this morning, kind of wrestling with God, like, what's going on? Okay, we're filming. And there was a card in our change rooms, and it had the exact same verse. So when you talk about this verse <laughs> being everywhere right now, I'm excited for 2024 yes. what oh God is goodness. doing. Yes. And Love for the new that. things that God is creating yeah. um, that we get to like align with and co-create with. So yeah, thank you. I'm thank so, you. Like, so Such exciting. a good verse yeah. to be reminded. And, and I just feel like wrapping this up by going back to Sinai, I gotta just, I gotta just piggyback my girl here. Yeah. Because it's not just new things and new spaces, but it is new identities. Mm. And that's the shedding that's the hardest. Mm -hmm. I have always known this. Mm -hmm. I have always been this. This has been my existence. Mm -hmm. Could I dare believe and, and hope that there's a newness in yeah. my identity. Yeah. There's a new gift that hasn't been unpacked yeah. or unwrapped yet. There's a new calling that is waiting for me if I would just step yeah. out boldly yeah. on the other side. And it's not, and listen, the, the key is you're not alone. No. Holy Spirit is with you. Community, yeah. we're big on belonging community, are gonna cheer you. Sometimes when I can't do it, I just need girls go, we got you, <laughs> you've got it, you can do it. And if you fall yeah. and fail, we're gonna catch you. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. Perfect verse to go into 2024. Mm -hmm. Well, our question for a viewer, we always, and we might as well start off the year with the question, what is one unhealthy thing you can leave behind in 2023? After hearing mm. us share, what is one unhealthy thing that you can leave behind in 2023? So that's our question. But as we look ahead into 2024, I love this moment that we're gonna be sharing now because I really, um, love the practices and healthy practices that we, we put into our lives. People, spiritual disciplines, all kinds of things. So what can we, or what are you going to bring to 2024 to help us and our community, you know, be healthy in 2024, be inspired, be curious, struggle well. So what are some of the practices that you have? Well, I can't help it. I'm a Bible girl. So, you know, I'm going to kind of talk in and around those things. Okay. For me, it's, it's, I want to give some tools about how we can kind of get closer in the presence of God. So for me, um, praying, but praying with soaking music. Oh, getting a little charismatic on you. Just calm down, <laughs> people. Totally love it. Uh, this idea of like instrumental worship music. Mm -hmm. I love William Augusto. They can check that out. I just play, it's a beautiful underscore to anything, anything that you're doing, prayer, journaling, talking. Mm -hmm. The other one is Lectio Divina, this idea of like sort of learning the Bible one bite at a time, just a verse that you mm. meditate in it, sit in it, pray in it. Uh, it's just beautiful. So Lectio Divina and soaking music. Soaking music as you pray. I love as that. For my practice that I want to keep doing and bringing into 2024 is journaling. So I've been journaling since I was 13 years old. I have shelves and shelves of books. And what I love about journaling is for someone who's a communicator and speaker, it is a discipline and a choice to silence myself, shut my mouth and write. <laughs> and be thoughtful. And I'm telling you, some of the most powerful prayers mm -hmm. have come out of my journaling. The most powerful times I've heard from God have been written down because I've heard him and I'm writing things down. I do one that doesn't have lines so I can scribble, draw, I do pictures. I do it like a scrapbook. I put pictures of moments oh, in my okay. life and it's just beautiful yeah. to look back and again, mm -hmm. see the faithfulness of God answer prayers. One last thing, mm -hmm. I always say journal. Because when you're like discouraged, you can flip back and go, oh, 
I remember that year when God answered that prayer. Yeah, that's right. Okay, mm. I will not be discouraged. I believe for it. So love journaling, scrapbooking, that's my practice. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's such it. a treasure to look back it's on. Fun. It actually is fun so and good. also bad because sometimes I'm like, ooh, I still am struggling with that issue. <laughs> Oh, okay, in my book, right. <laughs> I get it. Okay, so mine is also a continuation from okay. last year, and it's just this idea of like mindful breathing, of taking time to listen to my body physically, mentally, and emotionally, and just check in like, what are my thoughts saying? What's my body saying? Okay. So one practice I'm gonna share with you today is called butterfly breathing. You wanna do it with me? Yeah. Okay, butterfly so okay. palms in front of you, and crisscross, thumbs linked, and on your chest, and you're just tapping as if they were butterfly bring wings. And just careful taking... not to tap on the microphone. Oh my okay? goodness, Let's thank not you. tap on the microphone. Okay, so just, okay. and it begins to heal and regulate your nervous system. And my kids love it. Like it's been such a gift this in our is, house. And you can do this anywhere. anywhere. I was gonna say in the car, but that would not make sense. When Listen, <laughs> I have done no, it do at red lights. Do, children do not do like it in the car. Yeah, do not. <laughs> what I mean is, but you can, at work, it's you anywhere. can do it anywhere. Yeah. yeah. This is, it's actually, I'm doing it and I'm feeling like a lot more calm. Am I doing I that right? Okay. You are. Okay. It's okay. great. Sorry. You, you, Not you're while good. driving. Yes. Kids. Okay. Unless but you're also, at a red light. Right. But also, it's the whole idea of also like the breathing in of yes. peace and the kind of that exhaling stress. Absolutely. Okay. It's a moment to check in with who God's created you to be and to check in with Holy Spirit. It's just, it's taking that moment. Nice. Okay. Butterfly yeah. breathing. I love it. Yeah. Okay. All right, tonight. That's yeah, good. No, I love that embodied practice, Try, mm -hmm. Like, thank you for that. I think for me, I'm a, a little bit on the same, um, you know, the same, same sex section. And for me, it's dancing. Yes. Because as a therapist, I spend a lot of time in my cognitive brain, right? I'm always like analyzing and thinking and using my intellect. And so for 2024, I want to start incorporating my body because when we dance, we actually release a happy hormone called dopamine. Okay. It like, yeah, it releases yeah. stress. It helps us to feel less anxious and depressed. It helps us to be more intimate with other people when we're dancing with each other. Mm -hmm. And it kind of creates and fosters like fun and celebration, yeah. which is what we need. And so girls. Well, it's the story. It's the whole Love combo it. of like vulnerability, but then yeah. like trust, but then community. It's all the things. Yeah. Vulnerability is not always sharing sad things. It's right. also sharing our joy. Love that. And so it's 2024, ladies. <laughs> so I was thinking that we need to celebrate and turn up a little bit in here. So okay. if we can all Woo! grab, yeah, all grab right, something right. on Sorry, the table. Get going. So yeah. we're grabbing something yeah, on the table. Oh my god! I want everyone to line up oh right here. Dance, okay? Do this. Yes. Okay. Um, what's here. happening? Dancing. We've got. So a we're gonna dance. Go There's gonna be simple yes. instructions. Okay. Jimmy, hit the music. Okay. We're gonna start by going on the right. Okay. Okay. Right to the right. Why? The Bible can feel overwhelming, confusing, or hard to believe. Scripture Untangled, a new podcast by the Canadian Bible Society, brings you interviews with culture leaders, leaders in ministry, and Bible thinkers to help you be inspired to dive into the Bible and understand it. Listen for free and subscribe to Scripture Untangled on your preferred podcast app. Visit scriptureuntangled.ca for more information.
Thank you for listening to See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. We are able to do See Here Love because of these generous sponsors, Tyndale University. Melinda and I are both Tyndale alumni. Tyndale is where you will experience high quality academics interwoven with faith and a community of students and faculty that challenges you to live authentically, to follow Christ and actively engage your culture. Visit www.tyndale.ca. The Canadian Bible Society champions the Bible as the voice of God, revealing Jesus Christ, the living word. Go to www.biblesociety.ca. And finally, the International Justice Mission Canada rallies Canadians to the fight to end slavery and violence in our lifetime and prove that justice for the poor is unstoppable. Go to ijm.ca today. Please check out these amazing organizations who are doing life-transforming work and who we are proud to be partnered with.